prior to earlier this past week, I had never seen Love Actually to completion. I, I, I had seen the beginning, I'd seen the middle, I'd seen the end, but I never really sat down for two hours and 12 minutes and saw the whole thing. I knew it was good. I, I, I knew it was brilliant. Um, I, I don't think it's a masterpiece. I, my mom was telling me 55% on Rotten Tomatoes critic-wise. I've imagined audience score, and I'm including myself in the audience, it's probably 90, 91% approval, I would imagine. Um, it, no, it's, it's a great film. And I do think the excellence stems beyond that of the actual story because the story is great and there's a lot of love in it. And for the most part, you feel pretty good when it ends. And my favorite part about it is it ends well, but it doesn't end perfect because there's the whole issue with the guy who plays Snape and Harry Potter and his wife and his secretary and the necklace and the, uh, what is it? The Joni something CD, Joni Mitchell CD. There's the confusion apparently that, he boxed, I don't know where he got this white box to box that CD, but a, the jeweler used the same box and Mr. Bean was in that scene. So it doesn't end perfectly. And I, and I actually like that. But the real brilliance for me, so it, I think when you see Love Actually, in, they say five weeks from Christmas and you go into it thinking, wait a minute, this is a rom-com, but it's a, but it's a Christmas film? Whoa. Okay. So then you watch the whole thing. And I think the first time through, you're thinking, wow, they just brought two different entities. They brought the rom-com and the Christmas film and allowed them to coexist, but seamlessly in one film. That's incredible. I completely understand how you got to that conclusion. It, it took me a few recordings to actually realize, wait a minute, this isn't what it seems. Everyone, here's my thing. Love Actually is brilliant because it's a rom-com that takes place over Christmas. It's not actually a romantic comedy and a Christmas movie, but they marketed it as such. And I think that's fantastic. Box office wise, I mean, a romantic comedy with that cast, it's probably going to do well. Love actually, Rome, I mean, that's going to do well. But when you also pin it as a Christmas movie, maybe, you know, tens of millions more people want to tune in. So that, 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 you know, that ding you made box office wise, that's a meteor hidden earth. I'm being honest with you. And you got to understand something too, Liam Neeson's in it. So when you see Love Actually, and then you see Liam Neeson, chances are when you're reading the title, you're not going to read Love Actually, you're going to read Love, comma, actually, as if the, you know Liam Neeson is chasing after his daughter or his wife, or it, you, you just associate it with the Taken series. So there's a bit of a questioning, right? You almost put that actually in the negative sense. But no, they, they, they took these two different things, put it in one bucket, when reality, it was a romantic comedy the entire time. Let's think about it. You never actually see Christmas Day. It stops at Christmas Eve. And the weirdest part is, I'm not unsatisfied. I didn't see any gift wrap being absolutely destroyed. There's no hot cocoa and plaid pajama pants, and I, I'm, I'm okay with that. It's honestly difficult to think of any questionable scenes in the movie. I, if I had to put one out there just to kind of put something on paper, it's going to be the nativity scene, the school play. They don't, they don't, they don't explain why there's lobsters and, and sea critters at Jesus's birth. I'm not going to, I'm not going to, you know, mark them down for that. I'm assuming the school's trying something different. want to mix it up a little bit. So everyone, the bottom line really being this movie made me forget that Liam Neeson was a part of the Taken series. That's saying something.